The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to who? The angel Gabriel was sent from God to a town of Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man named Joseph, of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And coming to her, he said, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at what was said, and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give him the throne of David his father, and he will rule over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. But Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I have no relations with a man? And the angel said to her in reply, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age, and this is the sixth month for her who was called barren, for nothing will be impossible for God. Mary said, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. The Gospel of the Lord. On this patronal feast day of the United States of America, Our Lady, under the title of the Immaculate Conception, is the one in whom we place our trust, who we ask to guide us as a nation. I think it's important for us to understand what exactly the Immaculate Conception is about. It is not about the miraculous conception of Jesus Christ, which is what we heard about in our Gospel. It is about the conception of the Blessed Virgin Mary. She was preserved through a prevenient grace from all stain of original sin. She had two parents like the rest of us, a man and a woman, both of whom were fallen, both of whom had contracted original sin. And so by the normal nature of things, Mary should have contracted that same stain as her parents. But she was preserved from contracting that stain through the death and resurrection of her son. As we heard about in the opening collect, as we'll hear about again in the preface, that God foreknew the saving graces and prevented Mary from falling into the stain of original sin. Now, a good way to understand this is that all of us, when we were conceived, were conceived and fell into the pit of original sin, and the only way out was through the application of Christ's death and resurrection through baptism. At our baptism, our Lord reached down with his cross and pulled us out of that pit and invited us into intimate relationship with him. The Blessed Mother, on the other hand, was saved by that same cross, same exact grace. But instead of pulling her out of the pit, our Lord Jesus Christ prevented her from ever falling into it. Thus, a prevenient grace, keeping her from every stain of original sin, so that she could give her immaculate flesh to the Son of God, and God could become man and save his children. 
Now the reality of this beautiful mystery set before us asks, begs a question. What does this mean for us today? What does this reality mean for us? It means that the conception of every human being, whether that's inside the womb or a test tube, no matter where it happens, is intentionally desired by God. That every single human being has been chosen by God before the foundation of the world to be holy and blameless before Him. In love, God destined us for adoption to Himself through Jesus Christ. You see, my brothers and sisters, we live in a world, in a society that's on the brink of utter despair. If you read any news articles, if you just look around and see what's happening, you see that the empty promises of power, pleasure, and money are bearing their fruits. Suicide, depression, anxiety, this idea of who am I, where do I come from, is running rampant in our society. The feast day of the Immaculate Conception is a response to that reality. Because today uh, we know that God says every single human being, no matter where they're at in the world, no matter how they've been born or where they come from, they've been chosen from before the foundation of the world to be holy and blameless before God. You see, God created Adam and Eve for, the, for paradise, for pure joy. Then they gave that up through their own free will choice by disobeying God's will. They did it just like we can reject God's invitation to following His will. Today in the Immaculate Conception, we see in our Gospel the Blessed Mother giving us a response to this reality. Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your will. In Latin, fiat, let it be done to me, passive. If we could learn to say that, let it be done to me according to your will like the Blessed Mother, then we would have the greatest response to any fears or anxieties or depressions we would face. That means we have to conform ourselves to someone else's will. That when God says to worship Him and follow His commandments, we say, let it be done. When He says, don't eat of that tree, we say, let it be done. When he says, come worship me every Sunday and holy day of obligation, let it be done. When he says that marriage is between one man and one woman, for life, open to life, we say, let it be done. When he says that within marriage, the sexual act should be open to both procreation and union at all times, we say, let it be done. When God says that every life has infinite dignity, And we must respect it and thus prevent the sins of abortion, sterilization, and contraception. We say, let it be done. When God says that every single human being, no matter what function they can play in our society, those who are bound to a bed, those who have disabilities, He says they are all chosen from before the foundation of the world. We must treat them with that dignity. We say, let it be done. When God says that we must respect our elders and prevent this scourge of physician-assisted suicide in our society, we say, let it be done. But I think so often in our society we do say, let it be done, according to my will, not yours. We need to reverse that saying, we need to say, let it be done according to your will, you who created me, you who knows what what my happiness is. 
We must strive to follow him, to be conformed to Christ. You see, my brothers and sisters, we live in a society that's all about me. It's all about what I want, what I define as my own happiness and the rest. The Immaculate Conception says no. That is not what holiness is. That is not where happiness lies. Let us beg our Blessed Mother on this patronal feast day of the United States of America so that we, the children of this Blessed Mother, of a loving God, can start to say with her, let it be done to me according to your will, O God. You see, the Blessed Mother said that one time. She said it at this moment of the conception of our Lord Jesus Christ, but she had to say it every single day of her life. Now, I know sometimes it's scary as Catholics to think that when I say, let it be done, I'm going to be invited to the cross. I'm going to become a co-redeemer with Christ by sharing in his suffering. I don't know what the Lord's going to ask of me tomorrow. I don't know what he's going to ask next week or six months from now or six years from now. I don't know if I can handle that. My brothers and sisters, you don't have to have that figured out. Can you say, let it be done today? Can you submit to the cross today? Can you accept the sufferings, the joys, the invitations to grace today? If you can do that today, why can't you do that tomorrow and the next day and the next one? So often we try to figure our lives out before they ever happen. But what God invites us into is a radical trust that says, today I trust in you, and I'm going to trust in you every day of my life. So my brothers and sisters, can we trust in our Lord Jesus Christ this day? Can we imitate the Blessed Virgin Mary, the Immaculate Virgin, and say, let it be done to me according to your will this day. And then trust the Lord will take care of me every other day of my life. Let us submit our fears, our anxieties, our questions, our depression, every aspect of our lives to the Blessed Mother. And let us say with her this day, let it be done to me according to your will.